It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On a beautiful Thursday here at Wax 104.5 and in your neighborhood as well. We'll take a look at our forecast. And well, if you like sun and warm weather, you're going to like this. If you're looking for some rain, you're not going to like this. But again, we've got a lot more work to do. And uh, again, planning making hay, enjoying the Memorial Day weekend. We'll talk all about it. Bob Bosso with us this morning. Jill's taking a couple of days off to finish calving and do a few other things around the Welke Land and Cattle Company over the Memorial Day weekend. We'll talk about uh, markets, and don't forget the markets will be open. Uh, normal trade through tomorrow, and then Monday they will be closed, and then they'll open back up on Monday night, so... Tomorrow, they're not going to shut down early. The reports I saw is that the markets were going to stay open. Take a look at our farm news. And, of course, uh, we'll take a look at the uh, Memorial Day activities, some things going on around the area, and hopefully you will be able to uh, enjoy Memorial Day. I heard somebody say something about uh, how we, and I think it was, and I didn't make this up or I didn't come up with this. Somebody else did, So, but I, I think it's worth sharing. And I, maybe Morgan did. I don't know. But uh, as we honor our military during the course of the year, we have Veterans Day, of course, and that is for those that served and came home and took off the uniform. Armed Forces Day is to celebrate those who are currently serving and currently wearing the uniform. Memorial Day is for those that served, never got the chance to come home and take off the uniform. So again, remember... Memorial Day and uh, what it's all about, and if there is a Memorial Day celebration in your area, a parade, or whatever the case may be, take some time to, to say thank you, especially to the uh, the families of those that never got a chance to come home and take off the uniform. Memorial Day, most important, uh, maybe the most important holiday. You know, we got Father's Day, Mother's Day, all kinds of other things, but Memorial Day is... Uh, is one we should really, really think about. Hey, don't forget, uh, we're going to the Brewers game, July 6th. like to have you come along. I'm going to lead the bus. And that means that we're going to Brewers Park, and it's going to be on uh, July 6th. I had a sheet of paper here, now that's gone. But it's July 6th. We're going to leave about uh, 7.30 in the morning, and it's a day game, obviously. <laughs> that's why we're leaving at 7.30 in the morning. But if you'd uh, like to go along, contact us here at Wax and uh, get yourself a seat on the bus. It's going to be fun. July 6th. It's the day game, and we're going to have fun. Brewers, and they're playing the Cubs. So all you Cub fans, come on along, too. It's an equal opportunity bus. And again, it's July 6th to Milwaukee, the Brewers and the Cubs. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Quick check of our weather forecast, our Skywarn 13 forecast, brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Check out the great selection of new Dodge Rams at ChilsonMotors.com. Not a lot to tell you. Sunny to mostly sunny right on through from today, at least through next Wednesday. Temperatures in the 70s, and when we get into the weekends and the first part of next week, it's going to be in the 80s. Short and sweet, 53 degrees right now. If you're going out the backwoods this weekend as well, protect yourself. The ticks are out. You don't want to get a wood tick. Not fun. Hey, I found this note about the Brewers and the Cubs. You got uh, July 6th. 
We're taking the bus. You can buy your tickets for the bus trip and the game right now. It is an afternoon game. Yours truly will be the host. And you can go to info at waxradio.com to find out more. So come on along. July 6th is a Thursday afternoon. It's going to be fun. we got to get to the news. It's a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. See what's going on in the news. I think we got more going for president. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has announced his 2024 presidential run. If you nominate me, you can set your clock to January 20th, 2025 at high noon. Because on the west side of the U.S. Capitol, I will be taking the oath of office as the 47th president of the United States. The Republican made the initial announcement on Twitter Wednesday saying he's ready to lead our great American comeback. DeSantis trails former President Trump by a wide margin in every poll. He served in the Navy and was first elected to Congress in 2012 before becoming governor in 2018. During the live stream, DeSantis claimed the U.S. is going in the wrong direction, specifically pointing to issues at the border and spiking crime. He also ripped President Biden, saying he lacks vigor and flounders in the face of our nation's challenges. Progress is being made in negotiations between the White House and Republicans on a bill to raise the debt ceiling. That's what Speaker Kevin McCarthy told reporters on Capitol Hill Wednesday afternoon. He said he believes an agreement will be made ahead of an early June deadline and that the U.S. will avoid default. He's been firm in telling Democrats there will be no tax increases and the government will have to spend less than what it did this year. Republican negotiators met with President Biden's team Wednesday at the White House. Actress Angela Bassett is paying tribute to the late Tina Turner. More from Trey Thomas. Bassett, who portrayed Turner in the 1993 movie What's Love Got to Do With It, praised Turner's courage, willpower, and commitment. In a statement, she said Tina Turner showed others who lived in fear what a beautiful future filled with love, compassion, and freedom should look like. The music icon died at the age of 83 after a long illness. I'm Trey Thomas. In the sign of a mall shooting in Texas earlier this month, we'll reopen next week. Allen Premium Outlets has announced it will begin serving customers again on May 31st. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're about five minutes after five here at Wax 104.5. Another quick check of the weather and quick it is. Brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group and don't forget new 2023 Subaru Outbacks are now available. Just go to ChilsonMotors.com and see them all. Sun to partly sunny, at least through next Wednesday. Today's Thursday. That's a whole week of uh, nice weather to be outside. But again, it's always a downside, isn't there? Watch out for the ticks because we're going to be uh, out and about hiking, walking, fishing, doing all kinds of things. So uh, enjoy the weekend. And enjoy the the weather because uh, this is going to be a stretch of summer weather that uh, we won't forget. Again, 74 today, and by Tuesday it'll be 87. Right now it's a nice, pleasant morning. Rice Lake, 51. It's 44 in Medford. Wausau and Green Bay at 46. Marshfield at 49. Down the Madison Sun Prairie area, it's 53. Milwaukee's at 48. Here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, 53 degrees on our way to about 74 today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Take a look at the markets, cash livestock trade. Uh, again, uh, all the sale barns are are open as normal this week. They'll be closed on Monday. Check ahead to see. Some will be open to take livestock. Others will not. So check ahead for Monday activity. But right now, 
Choice fed beef steers in the Midwest been trading 165 to 175, mixed 116 to 164. Choice fed beef heifers 165 to 180, mixed heifers 110 to 164. Choice fed Holstein steers 146 to 161, the select and silage fed Holsteins 91 to 145. Cows 84 to 99, topping at 129. Bulls 95 to 116. Butcher hogs this week 40 to 80. The sows 15 to 20. The boars 12 and down. In the lamb trade, unshorn market lambs 155 to 192. The feeder lambs a dollar to 225. Ewes 47 to 135. The small goats 30 to 185. Medium goats 115 to 315. Large goats 40 to 380. And the nanny goats from 35 to 285. Mercantile exchange yesterday. Livestock futures cattle were higher. Hogs mostly lower. June live cattle one sixty six ten up a dollar eighty two. August one sixty four twelve that's up one fifty five. October up one twenty at one sixty eight thirty seven. December live cattle one seventy two thirty five that was up eighty five cents. Feeder cattle for August two thirty four fifty two up a dollar five. September two thirty seven sixty two up eighty seven. October up 90 at 239.57, and November feeder cattle up 105 at 240.05. Lean hogs were mostly lower. June, 79.80, down 87. July hogs at 80.82, down 15. August, down 2 cents at 80.40, and October was up 47 cents at 73.40. Board of trade yesterday was mixed. Corn was higher, a little better demand, and concern about the dry weather. Beans were lower. The dry weather doesn't affect the beans so much right now, but uh, that Brazilian crop hitting the markets affecting the beans overnight. July corn did give a penny back sitting at 586. The oats up 7 cents, 336. Wheat for July down 3 at 603 overnight. July soybeans gave back 7 cents, 1317. Soybean meal down $2.10 at $400.10 a ton. Barrel cheese held 151.5. Blocks fell 7.5 cents yesterday. 157 and three quarters butter unchanged 243 and three quarters class three lower again yesterday may down another penny at 1620 june down 18 at 1637 july down 12 at 1682 august down nine at 1763 and september down a nickel at 1848 so that's the way the markets look this morning on wax we got ten and a half minutes after five during this may beef month and again we're celebrating with the Grain Bin Butchery there in the Boyceville area, Tractor Central, and Alliance Bank. And four people are going to win a $25 gift certificate from the Grain Bin Butchery. So get involved in that. You can win at the Wax Country Club during this May Beef Month because uh, it's a good thing. And, oh, good steak or burgers on the grill this weekend. Won't they taste good? We just wrapped up the banquet at the Osseo Fairchild FFA. And we're going to take a little bit of a gander back and how this call started with the first-year FFA advisor, Amelia Hayden. But we're going to talk to Brian Zimmerman. He started out last year as vice president, and we heard a little bit tonight about the first adventure that was had with the chapter officers. She said you guys kind of hung to the back and whispered a lot in the beginning. After you were together, how did it turn out? My first impression of Miss Hayden was, wow, that she's going to be awesome. And when we got out to our cabin on the lake, 
for our officer retreat. I it really just confirmed that that fact that I just knew this is going to be a really good year for the Oscar Fairchild FFA. And so you went to the cabin. What were some of the things that you decided to plan out that were new and different that you hadn't done before? We uh, started out with what was just originally going to be just a beanbag tournament, and it turned into the whole fall bash, which had pumpkin painting, bouncy houses, 55-gallon drum train, concession stand, uh, caramel apple making station, and it just was really a super fun uh, start of the kind of school year activity for us as FFA officers to put on and for the community to attend. And you said you involved the community. Did you get a good turnout? We had an excellent turnout for our fall bash and for the first one I couldn't believe how many people we had there. Did you get to paint a pumpkin? I did paint a pumpkin and I'm not an artist so it didn't look the greatest (laughs) but uh, we did have one pumpkin painted by one of our officers that is actually still in the ag room and only started to rot just the beginning of May. And the fall bash was back in October, right? Yeah, it was. Do you think you're going to do a fall bash again this next year? I definitely think we're going to look into doing a fall bash, and we probably will end up doing a fall bash just because of how much fun it was for us to put on and how much of a good community event it was for the entire community of Osseo and Fairchild. And you brought up community events, and you guys really got involved in some leadership events. Where did you get to go this year? Our first kind of leadership event, we went to a national convention with a group of nine. We had two middle schoolers. I was super happy that they went and enjoyed it. are going to come back next year as FFA members and help grow our chapter. Later on in the year, and we had our leadership development events just somewhat recently, where we ended up having a lot of people qualify for sectionals and, a, and multiple people having first place in their competitions, which I was super happy about. And they did go on to sectionals. Was anybody lucky enough or skilled enough to go on to state? Unfortunately, this year, nobody qualified for state. But we're hoping that next year, with a little bit extra training and knowing Ms. Hayden for a little bit longer, we'll be able to send a couple to state. And maybe a little more experience. What do you think you might do in the LDEs next year? I'm going to participate in extemporaneous speaking again. I did this year, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm also going to be on the parliamentary procedure team. There's also the CDEs, the career development events. Did you take part in one of those this year? Yeah, this year I did livestock judging at River Falls. We unfortunately didn't qualify this year, and we couldn't qualify because we only had two members on our team. But I went to state with a forestry team, and we had a lot of fun um, measuring trees and (laughs) gobbling at the turkey that was in the pine stand. Your SAE is livestock. So you broaden your horizons and looked into that forestry. What do you think of being on the forestry team? Yeah, I definitely think it's a very good career for someone to go into. It's definitely a, a super fun way to get with nature and really kind of make nature look even better than it already does. So some new experiences. And you are just stepping into the president's role here at Osseo Fairchild for this next school year. Any plans of some things that you want to do to get members more involved? I definitely want to, as you said, get members more involved and get more members more involved. And I feel like the best way to do that is to make them feel welcome in the FFA and just really have open minds to anyone joining FFA. We're definitely going to do a lot of the activities this year. I'm sure you're going to have a great year as president. And that was Brian Zimmerman, president for the Osseo Fairchild FFA, here at the banquet for the wrap-up of the year. And I'm Jill Welke. For those who work in acres... 
not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got some farmers to look at. It's almost 17 minutes. Well, it is 17 minutes after 5 o'clock again. Beautiful weather for the next week. I looked out through next Wednesday and Thursday, and I don't see any rain at all. I see temperatures 70s and 80s this weekend, 81 on Sunday. Memorial Day, 84 and mostly sunny. We'll take a look at some of our farm news on this Thursday morning on WAC. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Better news brought to you by Northside Elevator, Loyal, Arcadia, Stanley. Prices today, cash corn and Loyal at Northside, 569 and beans 1277. Down at Arcadia, corn 575, beans 1291. Avian influenza, more commonly known as bird flu, isn't just a problem in North America. It's now reaching into South America. Earlier this week, Brazilian animal health officials declared a state of animal health emergency for the next 180 days. That's because eight separate cases of bird flu were diagnosed in two Brazilian states. Brazilian officials emphasize they have to be on top of the situations since they are the world's largest exporter of chicken meat. Those foreign sales amount to about $10 billion a year for Brazil. And Wisconsin specialty cheese production was up 6% last year. To 928 million pounds, that amounts to 26% of all the cheese made in the state and 25% of the country's specialty cheese production comes from right here in Wisconsin. 94 of our 118 cheese plants across the state make specialty cheeses. Hispanic varieties leading the way, followed by feta and parmesan. The only specialty cheese that fell in production last year was gouda or howda. Down 3% from 2021. We'll take a look at more farm news, courtesy of Northside Elevators. We'll go along this morning, but we're going to join Jelligan. It's getting to be camping season, and the Wisconsin Farmers Union Camp Kenwood on Lake Wissota is one of the best in the state. We'll hear what's going on out there next on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Over time, all things change. I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn. There's a new face on the Wisconsin Farmers Union staff taking care of Camp Kenwood. Grace Clarity. Now, who did you take over from? So I had the privilege of taking over for Kathy Stotts, who was the education and camp director for 30 years. She has been involved in Farmers Union since she was about nine and had the privilege of retiring from here. Um, I am so lucky to continue to onboard with her, um, which has made transitioning to this position incredible. If anyone has ever been to Camp Kenwood or has interacted with Kathy Stotts herself, you know the kind of legacy and the honor that she had of being a part of that and how life-changing it was for family, kids, staff, parents, all of the above. Um, and so I have been able to take that over from her. And I always say you're not filling big shoes, you're making new ones. So what about this position really appealed to you? I uh, graduated from the University of Tennessee in August, and I received my master's degree in agricultural leadership, education, and communications. And while I was there, I focused on experiential learning specifically, which is essentially taking curriculum and figuring out how can we teach kids in a way where really they don't know they're being taught? It's a lot of hands-on. I like using the term of we try to embrace all five senses and we can learn using that. 
um, it really opened my mind and my knowledge to agriculture in general and how any topic can kind of convert into a conversation piece on that. Um, I was also a camp counselor for a number of years, not at Camp Kenwood, um, but I understand that experience of being a camper, that moment just staying with you forever, remembering what it's like to be at an overnight camp. And so being able to combine my degree and combine my experience as a camp counselor and my love for it into being able to not only continue that, but teach kids as well was a dream come true. Um, I don't say this lightly, and I don't say this just because coworkers are around. Genuinely, this is my absolute dream job, and I'm so honored that I'm able to do this so quickly after graduation. What do you envision camp looking like? It's very important to me, and I think anybody that's ever been to Camp Kenwood, to keep the legacy and the integrity of what it is um, while just seeing things that we can update within it. I have a huge passion project for pollinators and for arts and crafts. And so those are two big things I'd like to incorporate. Um, but also seeing how I can incorporate the experiential learning that I have been taught and how we can transfer that to kids. I would love to work with um, the local school districts, um, local clubs, trying to figure out how we can make it a collaborative effort and continue what Kathy did for 30 years. Um, camp was built in the 1940s by Farmers Union members. And since then, I believe I am the fourth or fifth director they've ever had since the 40s. So it is a big spot and it's incredible to be there. And so I think we're still learning a little bit of what we can keep, what we can adjust, what we can change, but most importantly, what we can add. I think that the program itself was nurtured very well up until this point. And now being someone who was not involved in a farmer's union in the slightest, did not come to Camp Kenwood, did not have the experiences that a lot of people in Chippewa Valley did have, um, and being able to bring in a different perspective and bring in things that are important to maybe some kids, maybe bring in some farmer's union members who can do some speaking talks with kids as well and show kids that agriculture isn't what I grew up thinking it was, which was essentially just scientists or farmers, and that agriculture is what makes the world go round, and how can we continue to teach kids at such a young age that they can do things that impact the world even at their age now and how they can go into colleges and careers doing that. Um, I did not grow up in an area that had 4-H, so realistically, I didn't know I could get a degree in agriculture until after I received my bachelor's. So after taking a gap year, I thought, I cannot believe I've gone this long not knowing that this was my passion. And I want to be able to let kids have that experience as well of figuring out where they want to be in the world, what they want to do in the world, and how I can support and nurture them even after camp, during camp, before camp, and everywhere in between. Are you thinking a lot of hands-on things or just a nice variety? I think a little bit of both. Um, I like to say that I'm, I'm someone who will accept any help versus no help. Um, I love having a collaborative environment. I love the idea of me not being the one who's always teaching. Kids teach each other. 
counselors are there to teach as well um, but also we have a multitude of farmers union members with a variety of backgrounds and specialties and interests and expertise that can be translated to the kids and I mean we talk about very serious topics there too you can teach eight-year-olds about um, slave trade in other countries that are currently happening in the agriculture world and that is something that a lot of people are very scared to do and Farmers Union has figured out a way to do that and so how we can continue to do that what kind of talents are you going to be bringing to Camp Kenwood this summer? So I do have a very big passion for bees in general. I would love to figure out a way that we could um, have an apiary on campus um, itself that we can not only teach kids about the process of pollinators, what they do, the anatomy of flowers, how it's sustainable in itself, but also how we can use all different aspects of it, and from food to I would love to do a craft using beeswax and explaining that process and figuring out ways that we can use more natural resources as fun while having a an underlying idea of sustainability and that they're having fun and being taught that. Um, I also focused a lot on horticulture therapy um, in my degree. I have a passion for marginalized communities. Um, I've worked with uh, kids with special needs and I've worked in areas of therapy in learning and seeing how just having your hands in the dirt, watching a plant grow, finding the process and how therapeutic that is, um, whether a kid can talk to you the entire time or even if they're nonverbal and figuring out ways that we can reach kids from all backgrounds all different family types. Uh, we have no prejudice against any campers, and I love how open that is and figuring out how can we make this more diverse? How can we bring in education and fun and a life-changing experience at camp to kids that really think that they don't ever have an opportunity like that, whether it's because of location, whether it's because of finances, our mission is can we bring camp to anyone and we can and that's what we try to do and that's what I would love to continue to strive to do while using the things that I'm passionate about. And again, Wisconsin Farmers Union Camp Kenwood uh, check on registration for the summer camps. They got, you know, they got the kids camps of course, but they have summer activities up there for adults as well. That's Grace Clardy. Grace Clardy with the Wisconsin Farmers Union now up there at Camp Kenwood on Lake Wissota. Beautiful, beautiful spot. Hey, we're going to get into uh, markets. We're going to see how they're doing here as we're close to the end of the week. We'll check with Rocky over at Premier Livestock as we continue with the May Beef Month. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's find out how it's selling over there at, Pre- at uh, Premier Livestock over in the Withy area. Rocky Olson joins us. And boy, I'll tell you, you can uh, have the doors and the windows open this week in the sale barn, Rocky. Yeah, boy. Tell you what, daughter had a little uh, softball game last night, and wowzers. Yeah, it's nice sitting there enjoying it. Yeah, it's like the air conditioning's on, that's for sure. Yeah, well, yesterday was a little cooler, but uh, still. It's not bad, that's for sure, but there's no rain in this forecast, so uh, the dust is only going to accumulate a little bit more. So how's the sale week been over there at Premier? 
Uh, it's been pretty darn good, Bob. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, good morning. Uh, this is how the dairy cattle auction shaped up yesterday. We sold three complete herd dispersals, uh, two smaller uh, Holstein tie stall herds, and then we had a larger uh, tie stall free stall organic herd. Uh, top fresh cows brought two thousand to twenty five fifty. Uh, many other cows fifteen to nineteen seventy five. Uh, very active market on the organics yesterday. Spring and heifers high quality fifteen to two thousand. Uh, with an outstanding individual at 2,200, those lesser quality and blemish cows and spring and heifers, 14.75 and down. Next week's dairy cattle auction, I uh, got a local herd of uh, 65 Holstein and Red Holstein tie stall cows, all select sires breeding, 65 pound average, 4.4 butterfat, 185 cell count. Very nice young herd. Uh, we also have a load of organic crossbred spring and heifers and a fancy. Uh, Red Holstein registered bull. Next special feeder cattle auction and bred beef cow and beef breeding bull auctions will be June 6th. Call in those consignments for that auction. Uh, reminder, large farm machinery auctions coming up June 16th. Uh, next week, guys, that's the last week we'll accept consignments. Uh, we'll take consignments six days for next week. We'll take consignments the rest of this week. Uh, but next Saturday, June 3rd, is going to be the cutoff for machinery. So get that stuff rolling in. Uh, we sure want to get it in for you, get it advertised, get it pictured for you. You can see all the details on the equipment at equipmentfacts.com, uh, or you can go to our website and click on the link to it at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, like I said, not a full market report, guys, but just keep in mind that our market reports are updated on our website every day. Market cows are crazy high, guys. The calf market is super good. We know you're all busy in the fields, but you might want to take some time to get some market cows in. Yesterday we saw our best market cows from a dollar to a dollar twenty-nine. Uh, it's about as high as we've seen them, guys. If you got them, take the time, get them into town. We got plenty of truckers that'll come pick them up for you as well. Uh, markets have been very good, so that's the way things are shaping up, Bob. Sell the cows and buy replacements, and still put a little hey, money in your pocket. Yeah, you got a big old fat cow. You probably come by a a really fancy, nice young cow to replace her. It's a pretty good darn time to trade. Well, that's for sure. Hey, Rocky, have a good one, buddy. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Hey, you too. Thanks. There he goes. That's Rocky over at uh, Premier Livestock in Withy. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And the weather on Wax this morning brought to you by uh, Star Blends on the Farm Show. As we go over to Skywarn 13, Mike Dandre. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. I looked at your forecast out through about next Wednesday or Thursday. and uh, Wow, this is... Kind of like Hawaiian weather. <laughs> yeah, you would know about that, right? I know. It's sunny, <laughs> 70s and 80s. Boy, it's it's nice. Yeah, and the one thing that we don't have is the humidity to go along with it, too. So this is very conducive to outdoor activities and uh, chores that may need to be done as well. As uh, today, we'll have more sunshine and temperatures into the low to mid-70s, putting us right where we should be for this time of year. We do have some cloud cover right now, but that's drifting further towards the south, and we'll get rid of that soon enough. But tonight's going to be a chilly one. Temperatures will dip into the low 40s. Some of our lower elevations may even dip to near the freezing point. So if you can bring in some of that vegetation or some plants that are more susceptible to frost, you may want to consider doing that. Otherwise, for tomorrow, Saturday, more sunshine, mid to upper 70s. Sunday brings low 80s with more sunshine and mid 80s for Memorial Day. 
Tuesday, mid-80s as well. But then Wednesday brings us just a slight chance at a few showers and storms as our temperatures climb near 90, topping out mostly into the upper 80s. Right now, though, again, we do have some cloud cover drifting towards the south with a temperature of 52 degrees in Eau Claire, but pretty dry with that dew point at 33 degrees. Yeah, that's really dry. Boy, we better not. I got my pots planted out in front of my house. I got flowers. If it freezes, I'm coming to talk to you face-to-face. Hey, like I said, you know, you may want to consider bringing those in tonight. No chance. Oh, okay. No well. chance. <laughs> no, I got too many of them. You come over and help me bring them in. Jeepers. All right. I thought we were through with all that nonsense. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry right. to disappoint, Bob. All right. See you later. You bet. Mike Dandrew over there at Skywarn 13 with our weather. Brought to you by Starblends. And, of course, Starblends, a great feed for your animals, and they travel with us on the Wax Farm Truck. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get into the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us. Good morning, Morgan. Good morning, Bob. All right, I got a rant here a little bit. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I got two ears, bud. What do we need? May is about over. Uh-huh. This May no mow month is over. Mm-hmm. The dandelions, the yellow dandelions in our yards for the most part, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're nothing but seed heads, which means they're going to get down into the ground and they're going to seed more dandelions for next year. People, get out and mow your lawn because it's over. It was a nice effort. But let's be realistic. It looks really ragged. I have to tell you, this is very timely that you bring that up. My mom happened to hear you talking about no mow may, and she would like to submit the fact to you that she's already mowed Good two girl. lawns this year. And so they're... Uh, That's dan- why I love her. <laughs> the dandelions don't necessarily stay down for very long, but they have been mowed a couple times in rural Dunn County. So. Well, you got to get rid of those seed heads. Uh, just, oh, but anyway, that's <laughs> Are my you rant saying of- you don't want my bouquet that I picked for you and brought in today? No bouquet of dandelions. I'd rather have you make it into dandelion wine, something productive. Oh, we got a whole cellar full in our yard. Trust me, buddy. (laughs) All right. Well, do the news first and then go make some wine. I'll work on that. And uh, first of all, of course, we start those headlines and that keeps us pretty close to home and in the courts. An update here and a timeline extended. We're going to have to wait for an updated plea in La Crosse's triple murder from 2021. 715 Newsroom coverage with John DeMaster and those details from court just yesterday. Tomtheneth Radensack was in court yesterday for a scheduled plea hearing, but the judge put that on hold because of a disagreement over a DNA test for his co-defendant. The two are accused of shooting three people in a rock quarry in the town of Hamilton in July of 2021. Investigators say the shooting came after a fight over stolen credit cards. While Radensack's plea is on hold, the other man charged in the case, Naya Thau, is scheduled to go on trial next month. I'm John DeMaster. We have an update out of the Dunn County Sheriff's Office and now know who was killed in a fire by March. Dunn County Sheriff's Office saying that they used DNA to identify Dennis Miller Sr. as the victim of the fire. He had been trapped in the house in the township of New Haven when it caught fire, the home burning to the ground. No one's saying just what caused that blaze. Well, looking around the state, if you have hit a couple of potholes on your commute thinking someone should fix these dang potholes, you're not alone. Governor Evers tends to agree and, in fact, is making it into Pothole Patrol for 2023. That's what was launched from Governor Evers' office. The idea to highlight Wisconsin road needs and also a way to uh, wrap that into the political scene, as you might imagine, and talk about a budget plan that would look to spend hundreds of millions of dollars from Wisconsin's surplus on new roads.
While we're at the Capitol, a little work on licensing as they're taking another look at how new rules for licenses to work in the state are handed out. A Senate panel today actually is holding a hearing on five different plans, and that would study how Wisconsin's professional licensing system is working and what can be done to make it better. Republican lawmakers have been demanding answers from the Department of Safety and Professional Services for over a year about a months-long delay, and people face that when they're trying to renew or get a license to work in the state. One of the plans up for hearing today would take a look at how other states handle that licensing process and whether Wisconsin can maybe learn from their ideas. And in the ongoing battle of Bob versus the Dandelions, you want some wine today? Well, that's timely. It is National Wine Day. Pinkies up, guys. There are three basic ingredients in wine, yeast, fruit-based fermentables, that's where the grapes come in, and water. Of course, nuances of different spices make their way in. Honeysuckle and vanilla are popular. Vine Pear says California leads the pack with the most consumption of wine, 85.7 million gallons every year. If you're counting calories this National Wine Day, reach for the white, about 120 calories in a glass of Chardonnay, 125 in a glass of Cab. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. And of course, at this time of day, I think we're mostly filling up our glasses with milk and to do that we need you in the barn we head back there now with bob bosold and your midwest farm report on wax 104.5 i was just gonna say the same thing it's uh wine is is okay but i'll have a glass of milk can beat a big glass of milk any i love a nice Uh, tall glass of milk better from the bulk tank if any can get get my hands on that stuff (laughs) right from the source i think you know a place to do that (laughs) not too far up the road in fact see you later you bet bob all right thanks morgan war mccarthy in the newsroom brought to you by the folks who make some awfully good uh, Gouda, or as they say in the Netherlands, Houda. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we've got markets to get to, but a couple things this Memorial Day weekend. Looking for something to do on Saturday, like horse pulling down, uh, well, south of the Eau Claire area, down in Ontario, Wisconsin. On Saturday, the Wisconsin horse pullers will be there. 12 noon, ponies will pull at 10 o'clock in the morning. And again, Saturday, sunny, upper 70s to around 80. Should be a beautiful day for that. So again, that's down in Ontario. The OK Corral is where it's going to happen down in Ontario, sponsored by local businesses in that area. That's a Saturday horse pull. Also coming up on the 29th is going to be, once again, the Honor Ride Motorcycles, Nielsville area, the High Ground Veterans Memorial Park from 7 a.m. until 5 p.m. They'll have several routes, starting points around Wisconsin, scenic routes. They've got some brief fuel stops that they'll take. And all routes converge at the American Legion in Nielsville for raffles. And then riders together will travel to the high ground. Lunch and a 3 p.m. Memorial Day ceremony at the high ground, advanced registration online at www.thehighground.us. So that's coming up on Memorial Day. If you're a motorcyclist, like to get involved in that, be sure and do it. And honor, as we said earlier, those that wore the uniform of the country and never got the chance to come home to take it off. It's market time at Wax, and uh, let's get to the sale barns. We go up north to the equity barn at Barron. Brittany tells us what happened yesterday. As for fed cattle, our high-yielding choice Holstein steers sold 145 to 155. Choice Holstein steers sold 130 to 144, and unfinished steers and heifers were 129 and down. As for our cull cows, the top 20% sold from $1.04 to a 113, topping at 115.50. 
60% sold from 75 to 103, and the bottom 20% sold 74 and down. As for feeder cattle, beef feeder steers sold 147 to 184, beef feeder heifers were 149 to 173. As a reminder, we do have a back-to-the-farm sale this Saturday where there will be some adorable little kid goats, fluffy sheep, and many chickens to help up your egg production, and much, much more. Again, that is this Saturday, May 20th, starting at 10 a.m. If you have any questions, please feel free to call us at 715-537-5618. Again, this has been Brittany with your Equity Baron Market Report. More markets. Let's go down south to the equity bond at Sparta and hear from Hud Eman in yesterday's activities. Fed cattle selling steady to stronger today with the Highland Choice Beef Steers and Heifers 175 to 183 topping at 184.50. The Choice and Select Beef Steers and Heifers 159 to 174. The Beef and Dairy Cross Steers 155 to 175. The Highland Choice Holstein Steers 155 to 163. Choice and Select Holstein Steers 144 to 154 with the unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers ninety eight to one forty three. Cow market stay with the high yielding cows a dollar five to dollar twenty, topping at one twenty three. The colors and utilities eighty nine to one oh four with the low yielding and canter cows forty eight to eighty eight cents. Bulls steady. Most bulls bringing a dollar five to a dollar twenty with a thin. Full and bulls over a ton discounted at a dollar four and down. Just a reminder, there will be no sale Monday, May twenty ninth, due to Memorial Day. So our next sale will be Wednesday. May 31st, starting at 10 a.m. with fed cattle, followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hut aiming at Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, let's get more markets from the sale barns. We're heading over to Equity Stratford. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us, and you got your weekend all lined up with all the activities, parades, and picnics? Well, sort of, Bob, depending upon the weather and stuff. But, yeah, it uh, looks well, like the weather. The weather you be... don't have to worry about the weather. It's going to be sunny and warm. So check oh, that oh, off the list. Yeah, well, anyway, this morning, a nice, bright sun coming up this morning, but a little chilly over here. It's only 43 right now. Well, so 52 around here and going to warm up to about 74 with sunshine. And depending on uh, that Canadian wildfire, how bright the sun might be. So we'll see. Hey, wrap up. Uh, well, no, we're not done yet. But the first three days, how's it going at Stratford? It's doing good, Bob. Markets continue to be very strong. We'll tell the folks about it. I thank you, and a good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Lighter weight beef steers and heifers selling mostly from 160 to 225. Uh, your, your middleweight beef steers and heaviers mostly from 140 to 180, and uh, the middleweight to heavier beef heifers are mostly from uh, 130 to 190. Now, on the Holsteins yesterday, lightweight Holsteins from a dollar 25 to a dollar 67. About all the rest of the Holsteins on the sale yesterday, a dollar 10 to a dollar 50. So again, feeder cattle continue being good demand. We're going out in the market auction yesterday. Cow cows also very strong. Ielding fleshy Holstein and beef cows yesterday, uh, selling from a dollar up to a top of a dollar twenty. Uh, most of the cows in yesterday's auction were selling between seventy-five and a dollar. Uh, your thinner cows, plainer cows, seventy-four and below. On the market, bulls, better quality bulls are selling from a dollar up to a top of a dollar twenty-five. Lighter weight bulls, ninety-eight and back. Fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers, uh, mostly from a dollar thirty-eight to a dollar fifty-three. High yielding choice and strictly prime Holsteins yesterday from one fifty-four to 163 select grading uh, cattle under finished cattle 132 and below 
A summary of the calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves selling mostly from 150 to 300 uh, Earlier in the week, up to 375 Heifer calves mostly 50 to a dollar. Uh, they have topped a buck 60 so far this week. And your beef calves, 250 to 500 Again, early in the week, up to 560. So markets continue to be good, and we'll uh, wrap the week up uh, this morning, starting at 11 o'clock here at Stratford. Market auction today with cows, fed cattle, bulls, baby calves. We'll get to those uh, around the lunch hour today. And just a reminder, uh, we will be closed on Monday, May 29th. The market will be closed. Uh, we will reopen up uh, bright and early next Tuesday, May 30th, 6 a.m., uh, for your um, uh, livestock to take your livestock in for that sale on Tuesday. So again, our next hay sale also will be next Tuesday. We will sell our, we will sell organic cattle also next Tuesday. And just keep in mind, our next dairy cattle auction will be Tuesday, June sixth. Information on that on the website. So uh, it looks like again a nice day, and like we say every morning, folks, uh, be careful out there. There's a lot of a lot of farm machinery on the roads, and I'm sure for you folks who've been traveling the Highway 29, they're working on that. So. Just be careful and leave early, I guess, the best advice. Good advice, as always, from Mr. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. And the folks with the TYM Tractor, Synergy Co-op Original, bringing us the markets. Board of Trade was mixed yesterday, and overnight, uh, July corn lost another penny, 586. Corn was higher yesterday, better demand, a little concerned about some dry weather. Oats were up 7 at 336. The wheat down 3 for July at 603. Soybeans down seven at thirteen seventeen, and meal for July down two dollars and ten cents at four hundred dollars and ten cents a ton. Northside elevator, the country elevator prices loyal. Corn today five sixty nine, beans twelve seventy seven at Northside's Arcadia Mill. Corn is five seventy five, soybeans twelve ninety one. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville. Corn five fifty seven, beans twelve eighty two. Golden plump on the DTN screen. 581 for their corn today at Baldwin, 545 and 1268. Durant also has corn at 545, their beans 1263. Mondovi and Elmwood, 549 corn, 1268 soybeans. Fall Creek, 535 and 1243. <coughs> Excuse me, Osseo's corn is 562, beans at 1268. Out at Elk Mound, the corn's 554, beans 1273. Sparta, 572 on the corn, 1248 on the beans, and at Ellsworth, 535 and 1243 ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville, 586, Stanley, 587, New Richmond facility, 583, barrel cheese unchanged, 151 and a half, blocks down 7 and a half, 157 and 3 quarters, butter unchanged, 243 and 3 quarters, May class 3, down 1, 1620, June down 18 at 1637, July down 12 at 1682, August down 9 at 1763, September down a nickel, 1848. And again, nice day today, sunshine, 74. Get out and enjoy it. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at waxradio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi and the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadar. On-demand content at waxradio.com.